Hello, my friends. Are you ready for a story that's unusual, even for me? Some of you know that a couple of months ago, two or three months ago, at some point in my life, I went through something so unusual and so transformative that I've never experienced anything like it before. Within a matter of days, I felt like a new person. In fact, when I came home, I told my wife, I feel like I've cleared out so much gunk that my whole life is a big, empty room that needs new furniture. I didn't even know what to put in it. In place of all the negative emotion and all the limiting decisions that I had made and all of the things that were getting in the way of my success was just a big open space with so much opportunity that I didn't even know how to deal with it. When I got home, my wife said, you look different. You feel different. And I certainly did. I needed to do something that represented a line in the sand. Old me, new me. And I had to figure out what that was. I thought it would be helpful to have a meaningful, visual, constant reminder. I decided to turn this into a game of discovery. So I bought a temporary tattoo of a compass representing a new direction, and I put it on my forearm. My wife just rolled her eyes and asked if I was having a midlife crisis. It's really hard to get much of a reaction out of her anymore. She's seen it all. Jordan Peterson said, People think they think, but it's not true. It's mostly self-criticism that passes for thinking. True thinking is rare, just like true listening. Thinking is listening to yourself. It's difficult. To think, you have to be at least two people at the same time. Then you have to let those people disagree. Thinking is an internal dialogue between two or more different views of the world. That's quite a challenge. Now, it might be helpful as context for you to know that I always have been interested in doing what's right. I wanted to do the right thing for the right reasons all the time. But I was so fearful and concerned about doing something wrong that it actually got in my way. When I was in grade school, I remember biting my lip a little bit. It was kind of chapped, and I bit a piece of skin off, and I accidentally swallowed that piece of skin. For weeks and weeks, probably months, I bet somewhere around a year, I was terrified. I thought, what if I'm going to hell because I'm a cannibal? I just ate human flesh. I didn't even know how to deal with that. It sounds silly now, but I was in grade school. Give me a break. And I wanted to do what was right. I was very afraid of doing what was wrong. And I didn't know who to talk to. To whom would I go to confess such a heinous crime? And what would I ask them? And what if they made fun of me? What if they thought my question was stupid? What if they thought I was bad? I didn't know what to do. In the Bible is a parable, a story of the Good Samaritan. On one occasion, a lawyer was questioning Jesus and stood up to test him. He said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? Jesus replied. How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. 
do this and you will live. But the lawyer wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So, too, a Levite when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. Now, Levites had religious responsibilities at the time. The priest and the Levite represented those who should be the first to lend some aid. But a Samaritan. Now, the Samaritans were hated by the Jews. They were seen as lower than low. In fact, it was so bad, their hatred was so complete, that to set foot on Samaritan soil demanded that a Jew go through ritual cleansing to be free of the stain or the taint of having stepped where Samaritans step. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two coins and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any expense you may have had. Which of these do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of thieves? The lawyer replied, the one who had mercy on him. And Jesus told him, go and do likewise. The great philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche said that a man's worth was determined by how much truth he could tolerate. How much truth could I tolerate about myself from myself? Are my motives fearfully avoiding the judgment of others? People-pleasing? Hoping to be admired by others? To be seen as powerful or righteous or good? Sort of what the scribes and Pharisees and the lawyer in the story were doing. Is my motive loving my neighbor as myself? Is my motive loving God with all my heart and with all my mind and with all my strength? Which character would I be in the parable of the Good Samaritan? Which character am I in the parable of my own life? Am I the lawyer, the priest, the Levite, or the Samaritan? Now we must give ourselves some grace. Doing good is doing good regardless of motive. But it never hurts to be introspective enough to see how we can become better a little at a time. We're seeking goodness when we become the most powerful version of ourselves, as long as our desires are to do good. We must be careful, however, to compare ourselves to who we were yesterday, not to who someone else is today or a hundred years ago, or who they might become sometime in the future, or who we might not become sometime in the future. You are not your pioneer ancestors. You are not Marvin the Martian. You are you, and infinitely valuable. Jordan Peterson also said, It is not virtuous to be victimized by a bully, even if that bully is oneself. When you draw your lines in the sand, as I chose to do, Consider carefully what those lines represent and what character you wish to play. 
Then go about doing the best you can. The world needs a lot of that. We'll talk again soon.